guardian angels and patron saints, pray for us. This parable today calls to mind the importance of taking a risk for God, putting something in jeopardy for God. The parable of the talents makes it clear that what we have been given, the Lord expects us to work with, but this analogy that he uses is one that involves risk. If you're going to take an investment as an entrepreneur and put it to work with the possibility of gaining a return, there's the possibility of losing the investment. And what Jesus is pointing us to is that it should never be said of any son or daughter of God, it should never be said of any of his disciples that nothing was ever risked for him. Let it never be said of any son or daughter of God that we, by our willingness to put ourselves and our gifts on the line for him, that we did not serve as leaven and salt and light. What does it mean to put something at risk? What does it mean to put ourselves in jeopardy for God? Every time we face a temptation and resist it, every time we seek to cultivate an ordinary virtue in daily life, to maintain patience in the face of frustration, to treat people who are difficult charitably, to maintain custody over our eyes and of our tongues, to choose to love our families and not take them for granted, and above all, as we maintain this prayerfulness and attentiveness to the voice of God in our lives, we serve as leaven, we serve as light, we put ourselves on the line. When the life of a Christian is indistinguishable from the life of someone who is utterly devoid of faith, then we, then we identify the real heart of the matter. We've not put anything on the line. We've risked nothing. Our obedience to God in the midst of our daily lives, right, the choice to follow him when it's difficult, this is what it means to take a risk for him. Our world is, of course, always in desperate need of light and leaven and salt. I don't know about you, but I look around and I'm concerned. I'm concerned about our, our country, about our culture. I look around and see all of the trends that have been slowly developing over, over decades, all of the, the litany of things that we're, we're familiar with, the breakdown of the family and of marriage, the general forsaking of, of morality, of common decency and respect in our public life, in our media, in our culture, the things that we use for entertainment, to say nothing of all of the present unrest in our country. I'm concerned. But amid all of these many voices that are shouting, all of these experts, brand new experts, with their own take on just what needs to change, just what needs to happen, my tendency, I don't know about you, my tendency is to pull back and to quiet myself. Do we really need another voice shouting into this din? 
And so my temptation in these situations is to, is to just watch as things crumble around me while I tend to myself and my little corner of the kingdom. But of course, that's not the Christian call. That's a temptation that I have to reject. It's a weakness of mine. Because that is to be what Jesus calls a wicked and useless servant. To offer nothing on the gifts that I've been given. No return, simply holding on to them in fear without putting them to work. So I have to be reminded of this, and I, and I think all of us have to be reminded that we're called to take a risk. To take a risk for the truth, to take a, take a risk for holiness. One of the things that I, that I often face is a sense that the time that I spend on God and godly things, the energy that I devote to Him, is sometimes a waste. It doesn't, I don't see any of the fruits. And I think one of the things that has been very fruitful in my own life to maintain obedience and faithfulness is to say, fine, all right, then, I, then I'm going to waste it. I want to waste time and energy on God because, of course, by faith I know, no amount of time or energy dedicated to God is ever a waste, even though it feels that way. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever feel like your, your attention and the energy and the time that you spend on God and godly things doesn't produce any effect in your life? Well, that's, of course, false. We know that's, that's not true by faith, but it certainly feels that way to us, doesn't it? And so we have to say, in that same attitude of taking a risk for, risk for God, all right, Lord, I'm going to give you this time. I'm going to make a sacrifice for you. And even if it feels like a waste to me, I know that it's precious in your sight. The truth of the matter is we can risk something of ourselves in this way. We can practice multiplying our talents in obedience to him by being willing not to see the fruit of our sacrifices. I'm not alone in this feeling. I know many of us feel this way, but it's, it's, in, the, it's in the scriptures as well. The prophet Isaiah said something beautiful, one that I return to again and again. Though I thought I had toiled in vain and for nothing, uselessly spent my strength, yet my reward is with the Lord. My recompense is with my God. With the prophet Isaiah faced that difficulty, we have permission to face it too. We have permission to confront that lack of faithfulness that we hear, a voice that says, don't waste so much time. Don't waste your energy. My reward is with the Lord. I reject that lie and claim the recompense that is with the Lord. So today I just want to offer as a, voice, as a word of encouragement and hope the need that we have to maintain our willingness to sacrifice and to even waste our lives in the service of God. Though, of course, no life given to God is ever wasted. Two quotations I'd like to share with you from the saints. The first is from St. John Henry Newman. These are quotations that I've had shared with me and that I've shared with some of my friends and that make the rounds from time to time as a way of lifting our spirits and keeping our eyes focused, our vision focused on what's truly most important. 
St. Newman says, God has created me to do him some definite service. He has committed some work to me which he has not committed to another. I have my mission. I may never know it in this life, but I shall be told it in the next. I'm a link in a chain, a bond of connection between persons. He has not created me for nothing. I shall do good. I shall do his work. I shall be an angel of peace, a preacher of truth in my own place, while not intending it, if I just keep his commandments. Therefore, I will trust him, whatever I am, that I can never be thrown away. If I am in sickness, my sickness may serve him. In my perplexity, my perplexity may serve him. If I am in sorrow, my sorrow may serve him. He does nothing in vain. He knows what he is about. He may take away my friends. He may throw me among strangers. He may make me feel desolate, make my spirits sink, and hide my future from me. Still, he knows what he is about. These words come from faith. This is the gift of faith resounding in the heart of a believer. And maybe when we look around the world and see all of the things that discourage and dishearten us, we ask ourselves, what can one person do in all of this madness? And maybe one person who tries to maintain this interior attitude of faith doesn't make much of a splash in the world. But there isn't just one person. That too is a lie. There are as many such persons as there are disciples of Jesus who are willing to take up their cross daily and lose their life for the Lord, to put themselves in jeopardy, to risk something for him. And when everyone lives out that truth, well, 2020 doesn't, doesn't sound so bad after all. Or 2021 or whatever time and place we happen to be living in. So what I'll end with is just another quote, a short quotation that has become something of a mantra for me, personally. It's from St. Augustine, living 1,600 years ago during the collapse of the Roman Empire, as he watched the world around him crumbling, as society began to break apart, as the customs and traditions and even the laws and institutions of the Roman Empire slowly faded, Augustine said to his people, bad times, troublesome times, people keep saying. Let our lives be good, and the times will be good. We make our times. Such as we are, such are the times. May this word of faith resound in the hearts of all of us here today as we place ourselves at the service of the Lord in faith. St. John Henry Newman, pray for us. St. Augustine, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.